Hello, baseball fans. Good morning. Merry Christmas. Happy upcoming New Year. Happy Hanarama Kwanzbis, as my father would say. Anyway, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and a wonderful Tuesday morning to you all. It is December 26th, the day after Christmas. Happy Boxing Day for all of you folks in Canada. The Canadians. And how is everybody today? It is a wonderful snowy day here in Colorado, but it's a gorgeously warm, toasty indoors day at the Super Colossal Dome for game number two of the Backyard World Series. We are back live and in action and ready to go. I am your host, Michael Schultz, along with my good brother and co-host, Ben Schultz, from, I'm assuming, slightly chilly, if nothing else, Oshkosh, Wisconsin, and did you or did you not have a white Christmas? We had a we had a white Christmas, and we had an extremely dumb, cold Christmas. It is a... Well, last I checked about an hour ago, it was negative three outside Fahrenheit, mind you, since we're not oh, in no. Canada. It's still negative three. All right, yeah. So we're uh, we're enjoying the finer points of indoor life today, which is amazing. But I'm doing well. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, the, as, again, as my father would also say, as your father does too, because he's it's the same dad. The same dad. Um, it is it is far and away brass monkey weather. Yes, and there's a whole Out story there. about that. We will get into that. Not during this broadcast, but we will tell you guys at a certain date later. <laughs> it's uh, it, it's not exactly PG, which is why we're going to delay well, it for it's, another time. It, it's, it is kind of, but you know, okay. But anyway. it is kind of, kind of. Anyway, it's, we we digress. The spectrum of this, what we're doing today. Put the head back on the back on the neck and get it out of the gutter. We're going to have a really really good game here today. It's game two of the Backyard World Series. The Melonheads come into the game having beaten the Bombers in game one, four to nothing. Keisha Phillips continues to rake, but she's feeling a little bit down for the count. Um, a few fielding changes on both sides for the Millenheads and the Bombers. But today, Ben, we've got a, an interesting pitching matchup. Leah Wayne, who was their ace during the year, she has a plus on her pitching. All of her stats are maxed out to kingdom come. She gets the start today. Ernie Steele, the man of steel, as I as we uh, put in the uh, in the pregame notes. I still love he gets that, the by nod. the way. Yes, he gets the nod for the Melonheads, um, having won his first, uh, is he what, 2-0, 1-0, 2-0? He's 2-0. He is. Is it like a 2-3-2 ERA, from what I remember? Yeah, 2-0, 2-3-2, you nailed it. Yep, and he's feeling pretty decent today. He doesn't have any extra stats, he's just normal, feeling good. Because he doesn't need them. Yes, Kawaguchi, who pitched game one and pitched the shutout, he will play shortstop today, has some minuses on his running and hitting. Keisha Phillips is a bit under the weather, minus on hitting, pitching, and three on the fielding, so she will play second. Stephanie Morgan has plus stats out the window, so she is playing center field today, and everybody else stays the same with the exception of Worthington, who will play first base. And for the Bombers, Uma Morris, some minuses over there at third for fielding, and... Nancy Chin has minuses on a plethora of stats, which is why she will not start today. Uh, running, fielding, and pitching being those um, minus stats, respectively. But it's going to be a good game. The Bombers are the home team, quote-quote, even though it's the same exact field as Game 1. They're looking to even up this series, and Leah Wayne has designs on pitching them to that point. So, Ben, do you have any questions or any things of note to add before we start the lineups and get into Game 2? As we stand now, we are 38 broken window foul balls into this. Um, I have the spreadsheet up and running, so if we have any more, I'll let you know. But, um, pending that, 
we're good. So I'm ready to jump right in to the lineup. So as I understand it, Mike, um, I'll do the melon heads first because they are the guests. And yes. then uh, I'll, I'll lead it in to you uh, for the bombers. But uh, batting first then, covering first base is Reese Worthington. Following him, uh, Pete Hoyler on third. Uh, batting third, Ahmed Khan playing left field, rocking them headphones. Batting fourth, Keisha Phillips playing second base. Batting fifth, Stephanie Morgan, the woman of all trade today uh, in center field. Uh, six, batting six is Ernie Steele on the pitcher's mound. The man is Steele. I still love that. Uh, yep. Batting seventh, Kenny, the K-man Kawaguchi playing shortstop. Marky Dubois filling the eighth spot in the catching position as always. And round the order, Ricky Johnson in right field. Now over to you, Michael, for the Bombers. Thank you, Ben. Leading it off in the catching position this morning will be Judy Abonza. Batting second over at first base, Sonia Hagen. In the third slot, the pitching fantabulistic Jack of all, woman and Jack of all trades, Jacqueline of all trades, I the, guess. The Jane of all trades? The Jane of all trades, the, the Jill of all trades. Leah yeah. Wayne yeah. will do the pitching, <laughs> batting third. In the fourth spot over at third base is Uma Morris. Batting fifth and over in left is Maria Luna. In the sixth spot, second baseman Jose Meissenheimer. It's a fun name to say. German. Seventh spot playing center field will be Randolph Glukert. In the eighth spot, first game starter Nancy Chin in right field. She will not, might not pitch today, but we'll see. And rounding it off, batting ninth at shortstop is Murray Goldman. Those are your lineups, news, and notes, and we are getting ready to go play baseball. Game number two from the Super Colossal Dome of the Backyard World Series, and here we go. Leo Wayne pitching against Worthington. 421 average for this kid. Feeling pretty decent. Wayne winds and fires. He'll take strike one and we're underway. If there was ever a pitch the game of your life scenario, it would be right here for Leah Wayne. It is the uh, the proverbial crossroads, if you will, of this whole series as Worthington doinks this one along the first baseline. Pitcher scoops it up for his first and he is out. One up, one down, and Pete Wheeler, who continues to hit to all corners of the universe, Swings and he loops this one toward left. Shallow fly ball into left field. Luna under it. Can't make the catch. And Wheeler will be at first base. That should be an error. Let's find out. Ball was easily catchable and Luna just didn't quite, wasn't quite awake for that one. That is an error and Wheeler is safe at first. Very satisfying. On, I'm sorry, what was that? I'm oh, sorry, I said, I said very satisfying. Oh, very indeed. Designs on stealing second, there he goes, and he is safe. So runner in scoring position for Khan. Even though Phillips has a minus on hitting. And some on fielding. She can still hit the ball pretty well, so <clears throat> not too worried. But she bats after Khan, who is at the plate currently. Runner on second, one away to pitch. Swung on this is ripped toward left of center field. That's going to get all the way to the wall. Wheeler will score easily as Khan is going for two bases. The throw goes in toward short. Wheeler will score, and the Melonheads are on the board. Very strong start right out of the gate, only with one out against them, too. This bodes well for our boys and girls. Also, take a look at Phillips' average. 8.33. Well, it did get reset for the postseason, but still... It's 8.33, and I think she has more RBIs in the postseason than she did during the year, which is ridiculous. Late bloomer. 
Yes, late bloomer and uh, consistent at that. So the 1-0 uh, pitch from Wayne fouled straight back. The 0-1, rather. It was not a 1-0 pitch. First pitch was a strike. So the 0-2 count now with Khan at first, or at second. Swung on, and this is hit toward first. They throw over to third. Khan slides, and he will be out. So a very strong throw from Hagen at first over to third. And there's quickly two outs and a runner aboard. So here is Stephanie Morgan, who can beat the tar out of the baseball today. Feeling super good and playing center field. <coughs> ben, I don't remember. Is this her second straight start in center? Because I know that for one other game she played, or, well, when Steele was pitching, she played center field again. We had a same, the same scenario. <coughs> yeah, I don't, I don't remember. Um, I'll have to peel back into the game notes and, and, and see. Or, or listen to the previous episode, one of the two. Um, yeah, that would have been that would have been yeah. probably game two of the NLCS when we okay. swept the Reds. Okay. So I'm not sure. I can't remember myself, and, and shame on both of us for not <laughs> not having that stat. As Morgan belts this one high and deep to right field, opposite field, back track wall, and it is gone. Stephanie Morgan with a home run to right field. Have a day, young and, lady. And it's just beginning. That ball was cranked out there to right field. 440 feet, and it is quickly 3-0. Millen heads only two outs. Well, still with two outs, I guess. And Ernie Steele at the plate. Wayne looking a little bit uneasy there on the mound. Not happy with the start. They lost an out by way of Luna not um, swinging his by Steele, not catching that fly ball from Wheeler. He later scored. And then Morgan cranks one to right field, so there might be more of that coming from the young lady. Steele fouls that one off, and it's one and two. Hey, <clears throat> so the Millen has been already a better start to this game than they had in game one. Throws this one right back to Wayne, throws the first, and that's it. So the Millen heads with a 3-0 lead. Ernie Steele on the mound, and Judy Abuenza will lead it off. Bottom one for the Bombers. Strike one called. And we're settling in here in the bottom of the first. The 0-1 pitch to Abuenza is a called strike two. Steele taking pages out of <coughs> Kenny Kawaguchi's book with those change-ups. The 0-2 pitch. Swan, and this is lifted toward left field side. A third wheeler makes the catch. Nice. One away. Very, uh, bit of a, go ahead. I was going to say, tricky bit of a play there, but he did well for it. Okay, adjusted at the last second. Hagen swinging a miss, strike one. Made that fine play first third to get Khan out. The 0-1. Swung on, and this is hit decently to left field. Khan has to backpedal for it toward the wall. It'll stay in the park, and he picks it off the grass tops. Throws in over toward short, and then Hagen's in there with a double. So one aboard for the power-packed power bat of Leo Wayne. So I uh, have a question about Sonia. Um, does she have a sister... 
at all? Uh, not that I know of. I thought I thought she she had a sister named Ashley, but that might be something else. Anyway, sorry. I'm not sure. Not to my knowledge, as Hagen bunts the runner, or Hagen moves over to third, Wayne bunts the runner over. Two away for Uma Morris, who still is hitless in this postseason. And not feeling the greatest today either. <clears throat> so Steele trying not to give up a run here, the 0-1 pitch with two outs. Called, strike two on the outside corner. Feeling pretty good, the 0-2 pitch. Swing and a miss, strikeout number one. Nine pitches, one hit, but no runs. We go to the top of the second. Kenny Kawaguchi leads it off. So, Ben, I was very surprised to see Leah Wayne bunting in that situation. Oh, yeah. No, I, I would have gone for a longer ball, in, in, indeed. Absolutely. Kawaguchi is guns down. What a play. Left fielder to shortstop to first base. As Kawaguchi is out, and Marky Dubois now at the plate. So Wayne a missed opportunity in that bottom of the first. But we will see how the rest of the crew fares for the Bombers. As Dubois flies this one to shallow left, on coming is Luna. Cannot make the catch, she's 0 for 2 in fly balls today. Flips it to second, throws over to first. So Dubois is safe. That should be another error on her. And they not have it. No, it's not a hit. Or it's not an error. It is a hit. So not the greatest start for Luna out there in left field. Johnson now at the plate. And there's still a runner on first. Melonheads lead it 3-0 here game number two. And as long as Ernie Steele pitches decently, they might be able to take this game. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Johnson bunts the throw to second, out there, throw over to first, safe. So the runner is out, but the man himself, Johnson, gets a fielder's choice, I guess you would call that. Yes, for sure. Here is Worthington. He pops this one up to shallow left again. Luna on the run, fields it on a hop, throws to second, and Johnson is safe. So a base hit for Worthington as he dumps it over the first base, third baseman's head. <laughs> Two runners aboard, and here's Wheeler with Khan on deck. Swung on and dribbled in front of the plate. Catcher over to get it, feels it, throws the third. Johnson slides, but he's out. Careful not to twist an ankle or jab a toe or something on that. Them hurt. Them hurt a lot. It hurt indeed. <clears throat> so no runs off of two hits. We're here at the top of the bottom of the second, and Luda leads it off. Swan and fouled, strike one. Nine pitches, one strikeout for Steele in that first inning. Gave up a hit, the double, and then the uh, advancement over to third. Swung on and fouled, and that is a broken window. All right. 39? 39. All right. Another call to the boys and girls of Anderson Windows of Colorado on this chilly, chilly Tuesday morning as Luna goes down looking. Steele has back-to-back -back strikeouts. And here is Jose Meisenheimer. What a great name. Swings and fouls this one back for strike one. Steele continues to pitch all right. 
it's still early, but he's feeling pretty good. This one is roped into center field. Over to Morgan. She fields it, throws it, and guns him down. What an outfield assist. Stephanie Morgan. My goodness gracious. A good arm and a bullet to first to get out number two. She is feeling good today. Yes, if Meisenheimer hit that a little bit softer, might have been a bit of a tougher play, but she just picked it up on a hop, clean transfer, fired it over on a hop to first, and that was it. So here's Randolph Bluecurt, grounds this one towards short. Oh, Steele will field it himself, throws to first. That's it, that's all. One strikeout, one <coughs> outfield put out, and one infield put out. So three up, three down. We go to the top of the third, three nothing, Melonheads. It's a lot of threes, Ben. It is. Certainly it is. As Khan drives this one to right of center field. And not caught by the center fielder. So the outfield having quite the difficult time here for the Bombers. As Phillips now back at the plate. One for one. Even though she's feeling down, she's still peppy as ever. Oh, cataclysmic foul ball. And that's a broken window in number two on the day in 40. We've hit 4-0. We could have our midlife crisis now. <laughs> 40 broken windows for the year. As Phillips takes strike two. Conover at first. The 0-2 pitch from Wayne. Same spot and a good pitch. This is fought off to right field. Fielder going back to it. Makes the catch. So Connors going back to first. One away. First out recorded by Phillips in a long time. Ugh. And it's so gotta, now it's here's hurts. Morgan who belted one to right field for a home run. Looking to do more damage. Fastball is just high, but it's in there for a called strike. Very nice positioning by Miss Wayne. Took just a touch off of it to drop it in that top left corner. But she's seen yeah. Stephanie in the outfield. She yes. knows she knows she's feeling really, really well and wants to fend off any chance of a single from her. Mm -hmm. Fastball low and inside. One ball, two strikes. Plus she took her deep, did Morgan oh, yeah. back in the first, so she knows she's feeling really good. Swung on, and this is tattooed to left field. That's going to get to the wall. Morgan continues to rake. It goes up against the wall. Khan is going to trug, trug, trudge, trug. He's running his way to third, and that's where he'll stay. <laughs> so a double for Morgan, two for two. Here's Ernie Steele with first base open. He can help his own cause. Swung on unfouled. He had to reach for that one a little bit and got under it. Popped it foul. Trying to drive that ball to left field. Considering the comedy of errors on the left field side. Would not surprise me with them trying to pick on that area of the diamond. One ball, one strike now. Pitch from Wayne. Ball two inside. 35 pitches already for her. And in a bit of a bind here in the top of the third. 2-1 pitch. Swung on and popped up. Into the infield. Shortstop makes the catch two away. As uh, Calvin from the cartoon Calvin and Hobbes by Bill Watterson would say, Ha ha, easy out. Yep. 
He's out indeed. No infield fly rule because first base was open. So Kawaguchi pops this one up. Runners are going. Wayne makes the catch and ends the inning. So a bit, a bit of a uh, mild heart attack there at the third, but no <laughs> runs across the plate, and the Bombers still trail your melon heads 3-0. Nancy Chin grounds this one foul for strike one. Ernie Steele, in comparison to Leo Wayne, has been very effective. He threw 16 pitches through the first two innings, struck out two. Give up zero runs, one hit. The pitch to Chin is in there for called strike three. He has struck out one batter per inning and feeling pretty good about himself. That changeup has been really good today so far. Murray Goldman takes ball one. 250 average for the man at short with a cannon arm. Swan and pops this one up. Steel under it. Makes the catch out number two. So back to the top of the order in Judy Abunza. Who I think popped out, or maybe she grounded it. She may have grounded it out the first time up. Yeah, and she was, she was gunned down at first. She grounded out. Yep, back to the pitcher, and we'll ground out again. So three up, three down. Ernie Steele is stellar through three. The man of steel living up to his name. <laughs> A steely-eyed manly man's man. As this one is dribbled just past the infield by Marky Dubois, the center fielder over to get it. Makes the play, throws to first, but not in time. So a base hit for Dubois. <clears throat> and here's Ricky Johnson. Bunt single on the fielder's choice, his first time up. Looking to do it again here. Oh, and he bunts it foul. Shoot. He missed. Eh. No big. Eh. No big deal. No big. It's only the first strike. Got two more to go. The 0-1 pitch. Swung on, and this is lifted toward third. And past the third baseman into left field. So Ricky Johnson is two for two. Marky Dubois is safe at second. And there's two on and nobody out for Reese Worthington. Ew. Interesting situation here. Hmm. Not used to seeing all those lights not illuminated. Yes. There's nobody out, but here's the thing. Dubois does not run well off of second. No, he doesn't. Worthington's not too bad getting up the line at first, and Johnson's not too bad getting over to second, but you don't want to hit into a double play here with the uh, bats of the the heavy bats of the Bombers coming up in the bottom of fourth. We shall see what happens here. Yeah, I think we left off uh, Uma Morris, Maria Luna, and Jose Meisenheimer, I think, are yep. up next. So Worthington fouls that one off. One ball, two strikes. The pitch from Wayne is high and outside. Pitch number 45 about to come. Winds and fires. And Worthington dribbles this one toward the right-hand side. First baseman gets it out at third. Over to second, so the force out is there. One out. One out. And Pete Wheeler's at the plate. So the slowest runner gets uh, nixed. And now Wheeler is at the plate looking to extend the hit cycle here. <clears throat> Wouldn't it be fun to have bases loaded for Khan? That would be something. 
Wheeler fouls that one off. And another broken window. Hey, 41. Three on the day, 41 for the year. And we've broken one window, not quite one window per inning, we're in the fourth. So he missed one. As he rips this one to left of center field, that's gonna be trouble. That's going to the wall and that's gonna score two. Wheeler on his horse, Johnson will score, Worthington will score, Wheeler's gonna go for three bases and why not? He's safe at third with the triple and two runs score. A hard throw by the shortstop, but nothing doing. It's 5-0 Melonheads, and that'll be it for Leah Wayne. 48 pitches, no strikeouts, no walks, five runs given up. Runner on third and Khan at the plate. Phillips on deck, and the Melonheads are feeling pretty smug as they have opened a decent way the can of worms number one. Number one. There, there's a whole clip of them. This is just the first. Yes. To be deployed throughout the World Series as this one is yes. listed towards mid-right field. Shortstop over to get it, grabs it right out of the air. There's out number two, and Khan heads back to the dugout. But Pete Wheeler, look at this guy scoring <laughs> from under the gloves of the offense here. It is now 6-0, and Keisha Phillips, uh, who is one for two today, is at the plate facing two outs whiffs. Swing and a miss, foul one, or strike one, excuse me. Foul ball, strike one, there we go. Those yep. words in that order, specifically. Yes. Specifically, exactly that. So, Phillips trying to... Oh, she tried to rip that one to left field, got under it. No balls, two strikes, as it's fouled away. Meisenheimer gives up that one run, which should technically be charged to Leah Wayne. But the game physics don't work like that, as Phillips fouls that one for strike two again. I'm making flashbacks to my little league time. Yes. Yes, indeed. Swan, this is driven to right field. That's pretty well hit, but it will stay in the park. Right fielder over to get it. Oh, the shortstop tried her hardest to make that play and couldn't quite do it. Phillips will be safe at second. Heads up running play there. <coughs> I believe Leah Wayne is now at second base. Yep. So here's Stephanie Morgan, a home run, a double. Two RBIs. Averages up to 600. Phillips on second with the double. And the Bombers are in a bit of a bind here. Well, a bigger bind than they were before. 6-0 deficit. As Morgan hits this one high and deep to right, that's going to be trouble. Back goes the right fielder. Back goes the right fielder. And can't make the catch. Morgan on her horse. She'll be going to second base. Phillips will score. Morgan says, screw it, I'm going to third. And she will be safe at third with a stand-up triple. My goodness, have a morning, young lady. So an RBI triple for, and that was a tough play for the right fielder too. Back to the infield, going toward the wall. 7-0 Melonheads, Ernie Steele, who has this game easily in hand to this point. Looking to add to his team's lead. He hits this one over the head of the pitcher and into center field. That's going to score another run. 8-0 Melonheads, and the Bombers are in a world of hurt right now. Not a single run. Maybe not even anything that threatened yet. I'm not quite sure about that. Well, they did get a runner to third base in one of the innings, but they couldn't score him. Oh, okay, okay. Goes back in the third, no, second inning, I think. 
But anyway, Kenny Kawaguchi at the plate, 0 for 2. But that does not much matter here as his team has an 8-0 deficit in their favor. Wait, that doesn't make any sense. 8-0 lead. Ha! Swing and a miss, strike one. Meisenheimer a little miffed that he couldn't stem the tide. One home run, the rest has been small ball. That one was chopped foul. Two balls, two strikes, eight zip. Melon heads lead. We are almost Firk. due for another broken window by this time. In indeed. As the first can of worms has been thoroughly exhausted and the second one's loaded and ready to go. <laughs> two balls, two strikes, two out. Runner on first pitch. Run and fouled again. Kawaguchi is driving up Meisenheimer's pitch count and his blood pressure. Mm-hmm. The pitch, once again, is low for ball three. Would he walk him and pitch to Dubois? We'll find out. Pitch. Or no, can I, Kawaguchi is the ninth batter. I can, no, he's not. Ricky is the ninth batter. So, Dubois and then... Okay, got it. I lost where we were in the shuffle, my friend. That is fine. The 3-2 pitch. Ball four, take your base, good sir. So here's the aforementioned Marky Dubois, two for two. Getting that average up to 277. Fairly solid performance today. Yes. Two base hits and he'll take it. Doesn't get a whole lot of hits, mostly because he doesn't run that well. And he has not hit into any double plays, which makes his day a little bit better. So, one ball, one strike, two on, two out. Eight, nothing, Millenhead's lead at top of four. Dubois right back to the pitcher, caught by Meisenheimer off of shoe tops. Five runs later, the Millenhead's now with an eight-nothing lead in Sonia Hagen. One for one with that double. Advanced to third in the second inning and did not score. Swung on this is ripped to right of center field. Phillips, nope, Morgan gonna have to track this one down toward the, oh, she dives and picks it up before it gets all the way to the wall. Good play by her. But Hagen is two for two. The only batter to get a hit against Steele in this game. Leah Wayne now with designs on making it an eight two ball game. Pitch, swung on a missed. Done with the pitching duties for now. Man's second base. The 0-1. Swung on in this is Tattooed to left field. Con on his horse over to get it. Makes the catch. Good play there. Runs it down, snags it out of the air. Four out number one. So Wayne is miffed about that, but... That's all right. Mellon heads to take it one on one out. Ben, you get the feeling that the Melonheads, after going through all of what they've gone through in the regular season and the postseason, they seem unflappable in this series to this point. I have not found any gaps or holes or anything that's been askew and awry for them. Out at second, throw to first, and it gets away. Maybe, maybe one thing. Maybe one gap. Right at first. What would that be? <laughs> just, just, he missed it. And it went all the way to the dugout. But yes. that's, that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, but I, I agree with you. So far, 
Um, I've seen rock-solid defense, rock-solid offense, and a pitcher who knows where to put him. As this one is fouled away for Steerike, one against Ricky. Alexander Johnson, who's two for two today, still manning right field. We're up to 41 foul ball, broken windows. Here comes the delivery. He'll let this one inside for ball one. Yeah, and to your point, um, the melon heads are better off in the fielding department than the bombers, and that is really what separated them. Like offense aside, if if, if some of those some of those small ball hits and some of those fly balls were caught for outs by the bombers, then this would be a lot closer of a series. But the bombers have not been able to get it done fielding wise, which was also the story in game one. Much like the Braves, when we played the Braves in the NLDS, they had fielding troubles too, and that really hurt them. And we ended up sweeping the Braves in that series. We swept the Reds in that series, and we're... After this inning, we're six outs away if we can keep the lead of still sweeping the Bombers through the first two games. So we will see how the rest of this develops. But one thing I do want to say, Ben, you've got to feel bad for Leah Wayne. She didn't pitch poorly at all in this game. It's just the defense let her down, and that's 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 how it goes. So yeah. the Bombers kind of shot themselves in the foot. Good throw over by the shortstop, but not in time, so Worthington beats it out. Wheeler at the plate, two for three, a triple, a single, has scored, I believe, twice. If memory serves. Ball one inside and high. So Meisenheimer couldn't stop the bleeding in that inning as they got tagged for five runs total. This one is grounded toward left field out there. Good play by Luna for out number one. Two. Out number two, excuse me, yes. Khan now at the plate, runner on first. And two for three is this young man. A double, a single, has scored at least once. Maybe twice. I lose track. But looking to add to the lead here. Swung on, this is ripped to left field, well hit. Luna going to try and get it. And makes the running catch. What a play right on the edge of the track. Let's see that one again. Got a beat on it and snagged it. So no runs in the fifth. Melonhead still 8-8-0 and Luna, uh, Maria Luna leads it off. Steele throws and it's a swing and a miss from Luna, strike one. Struck out in her first at bat. Steele 27 pitches through four innings, that is ridiculous. Chops one. Oh, right off of Steele. Ricochets it back to the catcher, throws to first for out number one. That was an interesting play. That's using your noggin. <laughs> he, he tried to charge it. Flicked at it with his glove, missed, face planted in the grass, ricocheted it over to Dubois, who fired over to first, and got the out. Meisenheimer over to Wheeler, throws it to Worthington, who has to back up, and he can't quite get it. Fields it, steps on the bag, and there's out number two. Huh. So, all kinds of cacophony here in the infield, but still two outs have been had. Randolph Glukert with the bases empty. Soft liner towards center field. Here's Morgan. Fires over to first. And Worthington fields it and can't get him out. So cannot get another outfield assist. Blue Kurt is safe at first. Nancy Chin at the plate. 
having a dickens of a time trying to get a hit today. 0 for 1 with a strikeout, takes strike 1. So Steele trying to keep it sub 40 pitches through 5 innings. The 0 1 pitch. Swung on this, strike 2. Looking to strike Chin out for the second time today. The 0 2 pitch. Swung on and chopped toward third, and it's foul. There, but foul. Close one. Still a little bit winded after that tripping excursion, but called strike three. Chin is down on the changeup. Four strikeouts, 35 pitches, no walks for Steele. Two hits given up, I believe, or three, something like that, but he hasn't given up any runs. Phillips, for feeling under the weather, is still doing well. Two for three, a double, a single, 809 average. It went down a little bit, but still feeling good as this one has flied to shallow center. Wayne over to get it from the second base position. Can't do it. Tough play there. Phillips is now three for four. And the Bombers continue to lose outs to fielding. So now, Ben, look at the stat line for Morgan. She is a single away from the cycle <laughs> in consecutive at-bats. Swung on, and this is hammer to center. Center fielder over to get it. Makes the out. So Morgan does not get the cycle. But three for four is a great day. Yeah, if there ever were a day for cycle odds being very much in your favor, this would be the day for Stephanie Morgan. Holy buckets. Well done. Yes, indeed. Plus that awesome outfield assist in center field that put out. As Steele grounds this one to third out at second, throw to first. And if Wayne had any sauce on that ball, she may have been able to double him off. But nothing doing. Steele safe at second, two outs, and here's Kawaguchi. 0 for 2 with a walk. So he does have a trip to first base, but it's not a hit. So it's all right. Swing and a miss there from... Kawaguchi, Meisenheimer, pitch number 39 on the way. And just low for ball one. One ball, one strike. Eight nothing, Millenheads lead it. If it wasn't for the fourth inning, Ben, this would be a close game. Yeah, it definitely would. A little bit closer at least. Um, the bomber, or the, the melon has got away with the three runs in the first and then five in the fourth, and it's just been uh, unanswered up to this point as this one's lazily flown out to first base, and that'll end Kenny's day and also end the top of the sixth inning, ushering in the Bombers and their last chance for any hope of lessening the pain on this very interestingly tilted game here flown out to the pitcher and Judia Buenza now is up for one yes. out very Ernie very quickly yeah Ernie Steele has pitched marvelously in this game as the Bombers have shot themselves in the foot to the tune of seven yes seven errors yikes that's not going to help your cause in any game strike two to a Buenza and Steele has had really no stress at all in this game. Like, except for maybe the second inning when they had the runner on third, but 
Nothing happened as he strikes out Abunza for out number two. Strikeout number five for Steele. And the only lady to get hits on him really, well, she's got two of the three. Sonia Hagen at the plate. Swung on and hits a towering fly ball to center field. Morgan under it. And cannot quite make the catch. And she fields it, throws to second. Hagen is three for three. And the inning and the game will continue. Leo Wayne now at the plate, 0 for 2. Has been stifled and stymied at the plate. But rips this one to left field. Way back, way back, and there goes your shutout. Home <laughs> run, Leo Wayne. Where was that in the second inning? My gosh. Took a bit of aggression out on that baseball. Oh, yeah. You can see it in her face, too. 388 to left field. And the lead is now down to six runs. Azuma Morris is at the plate. 0 for the county and 0 for today. With a strikeout, take strike one. But that's not going to face Steele at all. He knows that Wayne is a great hitter. She just finally, finally got a hold of Bo's tire barn, and that was the end of that. <laughs> As Morris rips this one to left field, Con over to get it. He will not be able to get it. It goes to the wall. Uma Morris, her first hit of the postseason. And a good time to get it. <laughs> Still two outs, and here's Maria Luna at the plate. Steele trying to end this game here. It's popped up toward Wheeler, and he can't get it. It goes into left field. Runners still going, and Maria Luna's in trouble. They throw back over to first. It is high, and Worthington can't make the play. So all sorts of interesting things going on here. Runner will go to third from second. You have runners at the corners, two outs, and a home run makes it a three-run game. Here's Meisenheimer. He'd love that. <laughs> he would. The pitch from Steele is flown to shallow center field. Morgan got a beat on it. Makes the catch and ends the game. So it got a little interesting there for a bit. But Stephanie Morgan makes the catch. The game is over. The Melonheads take it 8-2. to two. A bit of a rough end to the game for Steele. But the Bombers shooting themselves in the foot with seven errors, fall to your melon heads, eight to two. And Leah Wayne with a rough outing as well. And so then the melon heads are one game away from winning the whole whacking great enchilada. One game away. Yes, they and are. If projections stay as they are, they will have Mr. Perfect Game starting game number three, and if you're the Bombers, you have got to be scared, because he does not lose. No, it's not on his record. I mean, he can technically, because, you know, we're all human, as is he, but uh, stats for this postseason especially, but also the entire last season too, do not dictate anything to the tune of him losing so well played for the Melonheads rock solid up until up until that last half of the inning down to the final out the Bombers just seem to wake up and uh, deliver some very unexpected blows uh, 
not the least of which was Uma Morris and her first, her first hit of the postseason, Have a Day Young Lady. So they were able to stem the tide a little bit, uh, still managed to come away with a loss, though, uh, against the Melonheads, but very interesting. Um, I'm going to echo your sentiment before and say, where was that <laughs> in the third inning, or fourth inning, rather? Um, that would have been nice, <laughs> a little bit more mm-hmm. uh, engaging for fans, but uh, good game, good game. I can't wait to f- see number three against the Bombers. We will be versing them. Melonheads will be home and mm-hmm. for that for that third of potentially five games. But we'll see. We'll see what that delivers. Any uh, takeaways from the game from you? Um, Melonheads were solid as always in all facets. Uh, Keisha Phillips props to her, even though she felt not the greatest. Still went three for four. And then Stephanie Morgan goes um, three for four as well <clears throat> with a home run, a triple, and a double, and a fine outing in the outfield. Plus getting the last out of the game, which was huge. Because if that ball gets to the wall, then they scored probably two runs, and then it's eight to four, and then the the tide keeps rolling, and then you go face somebody else, etc. and so forth. So they hung in there. They got it done. Steele, even though he gave up the two-run home run to Wayne, it was expected. She was due, and she just got a hold of one, and that happens. But the Melonheads are not concerned one smidgen going into game three. They know they've got the man the man, the K-man himself on the mound. Confidence high as a kite, and I'm looking for the Melonheads to have another good shutdown performance or at least very few runs by the Bombers in Game 3. They are home, it's their turf, their guy, their time to shine. So I'm expecting the Melonheads to do their best to put this series away, but we will see. The Bombers showed some flashes of offense at the end of that last game, and We'll see if they can somehow keep it going. Not going to be easy, but it can be done. That's all I've got. And Ben, if you have anything to add, go for it. Otherwise, we'll wrap this up and go to get ready for game three. Well, I'm in, I'm in a wrapping mood uh, since it is the Christmas season. So I got nothing else. Uh, <laughs> yes. Thanks so much for having me on board. And uh, I'll see. I'll catch up with you next game, bro. It's been fun. Yeah, it's been good. So that's all we've got. Um, for my good brother and co-host Ben Schultz from... Everybody here in the booth, and from all of us at Throwback Sports Productions, this is Michael Schultz saying so long, signing off. Have a wonderful day after Christmas. Enjoy the snow if you've got snow. Drive safe for those of you who are not so sure about driving in the snow. And aside from that, have a wonderful uh, post-Christmas Tuesday for you all, and happy early New Year to everybody. We will see you next time. Goodbye.